Hello, this is Tim Connerson, and welcome to the Thought Factory. I am on the most democratic platform in existence, Anchor. Love it. Love it. I'm going to talk about, I was talking about um, some of the new systems, the new order of things that we are going to see. And I want to talk about art and culture, art and entertainment. Um, which is a part of culture, and even culture to say, codes of conduct and things like this. I've been using the internet trying to do this for 20 years. Black community does not get it. They're not getting it. Um, they're starting to catch on a little bit, but they still don't believe that the internet is real. So they don't believe that this, co- this, this podcast is real. They don't believe that our websites are real. They don't understand that you can have a shop online where you send them items in the mail the same way that they go into a brick and mortar store. The brick and mortar store is still more real to them than the website, which is insane. Like, why? How? You know, um, at this later date, we should understand that. As far as business goes, as far as interactions go, it is the same. My website, if it does socially relevant things, has replaced the community center. You don't have to go and build a community center. You can just build a website where communities from around the world can visit instead of the five or six people that are going to be conscious enough to come visit your community center in the neighborhood. Okay. But we're going to talk about the change in art and culture. But first, we're we're going to talk a little bit about that the DNC convention, the Democratic convention, lame, lame, and more lameness. Okay. First of all, these people pretending that they're just like us when all of them are millionaires, multimillionaires. None of them know what our suffering is like. We're destitute. I'm destitute. So I know they're not like me. I'm also thoughtful. And I'm also think in the we, not in the I. The individual comes out of the community, not vice versa. None of those politicians think that way, as far as I know. Nobody speaking thinks that way. It's all a show. It's pretending that they have empathy and they care for you. Celebrities telling you you need to vote, but they drive past uh, Skid Row all the time in Los Angeles. And Skid Row's been there since I was a boy and may, may even have been before me. But let's just say it's been there 30 years and all these people in Hollywood, all these actors and actresses with these big homes... And we know their homes are big and nice because now that they have to do talk shows from their homes, you see how nice these places are. And though they live in these nice places, they allow Skid Row, one of the largest homeless communities in the world, to exist right beside them or in their area. So no, they're not like us. So this convention was phony. Um, It was a lot of lies. A lot of delusion. 
And fortunately for us, it doesn't matter. It's over. The bottom has dropped out. And you can't put a tile on a floor that does not exist. And that's basically what the Democrats are saying. The floor has dropped out. We want to put a few. We have some programs. We're going to spend a lot of money and energy on these few programs to put a few tiles here and there. And there's no floor to put the tiles on. So they're just going to drop. Okay. So that's fine. You can have your convention. I barely watched it because it doesn't matter. The Republican convention is going to be a lot of hate and a lot of insanity. Um, that's the Republican Party. What are you going to do? Democratic Party is insanity, but without the hate so much. Although, I'm not so sure. I think the Republicans are a little more honest about their disdain for us. Whereas the Democrats don't really like us, but they really can't stand us. I, I know I have a black friend that um does community work, and he came to talk to black people. He's speaking. And always dresses in a tie, nice, professional. And black people love that. You dress up for black people, you can get them to do anything. It's amazing. So, they never listen to me because I never come with the shirt and tie. But I have the answers. So it's amazing. It's, it's sad. But my friend's talking. You know, he's speaking to them and he's commanding the room. And then I'm looking at him. And at the end of it, we got outside and I said... You really have disdain for these people, don't you? He looked at me and said, oh, you saw that, huh? He said, yeah, but they'll never see it. <laughs> so that's, that's your liberal, your black so-called elite, your educated black. That's how they feel about people. The weird thing is, I actually love my people, and they think I'm weird. They think, oh, why is he? He's off the wall. Um, but the guy comes in the suit, disdain for them, tells them polished, nice things, makes them feel like they're somebody. I don't do all of that. I can't massage egos, but I can tell you what the reality is. So, um, I don't know how I got off on that tangent, but that's what our people love. And the good thing I like, this is where I was, is that no matter what Democrats do in these conventions, no matter what Republicans do in these conventions, no matter what mainstream politicians do, no matter how much money the ruling class, how much little crumbs the ruling class throws to organizations to do non-for-profits, it's not going to work this time. It's not going to stop the New World Order. It's not. A lot of us are becoming satisfied with the not-for-profits. We're scrambling, trying to get grants and 10000 here and 20000 there. And, we're, uh, and I know some people have gotten some grants to do some business with and blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, it doesn't matter if you get that because let's say I get $20,000 in grants and I buy equipment for my business and we work. If there are no customers if there is no one to um, drive business, especially if you're in the service industry, which a lot of black people are, well, a lot of people are, then 
there's going to be no uh, industry or at least no jobs in that industry. The industry will exist, but you won't need people to do it. So I'm glad because even if the Democrats can fool us, trick us, make us believe it doesn't matter, it's over. Our belief won't save us from reality this time. Um, and the, the floor is just gone. It's bottomed out. So what does a creative person do? Because one of the things I do educational stuff, but I also do creative stuff. I write stories and screenplays and scripts. And it's wide open for us. I'm blogging now. I'm getting views. Still not what I would want. I should be in the thousands, but... I get views, 20s, 30s, 40s. So, um, the thing is, you don't need millions of people to view you. You don't need millions of people to join your Patreon. You just need a few hundred, and you're good. Right? Or a few thousand, I should say, and you're good. As an artist... If you're a painter, you can teach painting on the platform, put up the courses. You can paint for and, and put it on a platform. You can talk about painting, put it on this platform. There are so many ways you can use your talent to um, monetize that, to gain audience. Now... There were a lot of us doing it, so again, we may not make enough, because I know I don't make enough, to feed and clothe and house ourselves, which means the haves are going to have to either do one or two things. Give us the universal basic income, which is basically a stimulus every month, as U.S. citizens, if you want to make it special as U.S. citizens. So we're, I bring my birth certificate, I bring my social security card, I bring my ID, my state ID, and I fill out the forms and I get my UBI. That's the way it should work. You could work it that way. Or you could put a lot of money into a housing programs such as Section 8 um, so that I'm paying hardly nothing. Maybe I pay ten dollars a month and the government pays one thousand one hundred whatever the apartment an apartment would cost because that's where I would go all room would cost because that's where I would live um, you're going to have to they are going to be forced to do one or the other you also we also have food pantries which are being stretched but a lot of food pantries and I use a food pantry is really good I mean, the food that they give you is really healthy, it's really good, and it's really been helpful to me. Um, I'm fortunate that I'm in New York City, but during this pandemic, food pantries are everywhere. Because hungry people are everywhere. And with all the food pantries, there was a report out saying that 20 million people are going hungry. The numbers are too big. You can't put out your BS programs... And think that you're going to fix it. So, again, we go back to art. We go back to culture. We go back to creativity. 
Um, streaming has taken the place of the movie theater. So if you're writing scripts and screenplays, it's wide open. Right? Now, we need a better apparatus for people in those industries to connect with us content providers. Um, I have a platform, a store where I just write scripts and do storyboards. And so I'm hoping that it gets around and, you know, so somebody could pick up one of my series or one of my shorts. Um, and that way, who knows, you might see one of my little shorts, one of my series. So movie theaters are gone. Nobody wants to go. They were dying anyway. But nobody wants to take the chance to catch COVID. Why should movie theaters hire all these people back and open these big theaters? Um, Drive-in movie theaters are there, are, are, are becoming a thing again, which is interesting. I've never been to one. Um, someone promised me they'll take me so I can experience it. I don't know about it. I like the regular theater experience because there's something that you get in it. Watching the film together um, in that theater doing it in each individual car eh, that's going to kill the experience for me then I might as well stream we, we may begin to have watching parties well we've always had watching parties but it may become a bigger thing I mean years ago I was thinking about starting a movie club where you know we come we sit we watch films and maybe we talk about the films after we have a few snacks maybe um, I might have to revisit that idea. So, I don't know. Um, I have a hard time getting people to come to my neighborhood. But maybe next year, if I'm in a different place. Maybe if I'm back in New York City, I can do it. And um, who knows? We may be able to do that. That may be something I I, I will keep in my mind. Um, yeah, maybe that's something I'll keep in my mind. So... Film, movies, television, all going to be different. Fine artists, if you paint, there's so many empty storefronts that some of the storefronts are used as part-time galleries, which is nice. You can also use your home as a gallery with Zoom and with the internet and other plot platforms. Um... So in that sense, art is changing. If you draw, if you sketch, if you do anything that's art, that's artful, um, show it. Find a platform to present it. See if you can monetize it. Um, and see if you can function. This is our opportunity. This is the, the, the era of, of, of rebellion, of revolution. Um, it's really revolution because we are going to get a change. Not necessarily because we've overthrown the system and we've done it, but the natural world has said, no more. No more. You can't just eat whatever you want. You can't farm the way you want. You can't create waste and dump it in the oceans and destroy the air. The planet has said no more. 
So we are in a revolutionary time. The natural world is the is the one causing the revolution. And that's why, and I'm actually happy that it's the natural world because people can be co-opted and always have been co-opted. But you can't co-opt the natural world. And that's why it's over. It doesn't really matter who you vote for. If you want to vote for Biden, fine. If you want to make history of first female vice president, fine. If you want to vote for Trump, fine. The, 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 the problem is still going to be the same. Before COVID, or before this whole collapse, we were living, 50% of our population was at or below poverty. And we knew this was unsustainable. We must be at 60 to 70% by now. It has to be. It has to be. Because you have more people that have lost their jobs. More people that have lost. Stock market's going up. But you have, quote unquote, unessential workers. And they're still here. They still have abilities. They still have thoughts. They still have talent. So are we going to just waste them? Well, it's too many. How many people can be living on the streets while apartments and houses are empty? That doesn't make any sense. It's irrational. It can't stand. It can't stand. Um, and because of all of these things, the artists, I'm going to tell you what, what, what else is going to rise. The artist is going to rise, the fine artist, the poet is going to rise. I've been doing poetry. I go back and forth. I do poetry here and there. I've been doing poetry. Basically, um, 10 lines of poetry that deals with uh, current events or people that I like. I've done Socrates, Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman. Little poems. And the poet is going to rise. The painter is rising. The graffiti artist is rising. This is this is a time when when you're in revolutionary rebellion time the artist always is right there on the front lines. The artist, the scholar, and usually they go hand in hand. They're there. And if you can follow the creative minds, the expansionary minds, this society will go one direction. If you follow the scared minds and the old stale dead minds, it's going to become something else. We're talking dystopia. But I see people willing to follow the scholars and the artists. They're still a little uncomfortable because we've been dead for a long time. It's, it's almost like this society has been on drugs, on a drug fog since the 1970s. Just think about that. 40 years, 50 years, almost. Just... Out of it. And now it's becoming clear that we can't function being zoned out. We can't function in a zombie state. And so people are coming out of it. They're coming out of it in different ways. Some people are coming out of it and losing their minds. But I see more artists, more creatives, um, more scholars coming up and out and being... At least lean toward than ever before. Usually these people, we were just pushed to the margins. But you you must pay attention to us now. Because we know what we're talking about. 
and we know how to do analysis, real analysis based on reality. Because art is always in tune with reality, right? Not not the delusion that this state, especially this state, this society has pushed. And um, I'm so glad that all of these institutions are dead. The school is dead. The hospital is dead. The police departments are dead. They're dead. They're, they're, they're running on films. They're, they're, they're shadows of themselves. That's why you see the desperation because they're grasping. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad the school is dead because I have my own virtual school. But I also am glad because the school reduced people. And artists need to expand. Not only that, but scientists need to expand. Any thinking person needs to expand. So I'm looking forward to great art coming out. I'm looking forward to great science coming out and being closer to the community on the ground. I'm looking forward to all of these things um, coming out and and making an impact on our, our society. Bring a certain aspect to the culture, a sophistication to the culture, a depth to the culture. Let's say it that way, because we're going to need it. Because um, we've damaged, we've done a lot of damage and we're going to have to undo a lot of damage mentally, emotionally and physically to one another and to the planet. And um, the artists and the, and the creatives, we have the patience and we have the ideas and so, this is an exciting time. And I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it. All in all. Uh, and I guess maybe I'll end there. And like I said, I'm going to try to do more more podcasts. I'm going to try to bring you more. Because um, I have a whole virtual community and podcasting is part of that. And I enjoy Anchor. I mean, if you have a platform that gives you the ability to do these podcasts, you must use these platforms, right? You must make your word uh, matter, right? Share. You don't know what you say that could help. And we must listen to each other because we don't know what another person is going to say that we might need. So again, I thank you for spending your time with me and I thank Anchor the most democratic podcast and ex- podcasting platform in existence I appreciate you and I want you to stay safe and remember your mask is not just for COVID-19 it's for flu it's for, for other bacteria other germs out there because people had gotten had fallen to a savage state of being in the public spaces. And so you need this mask. And uh, whether you wear it or not, I'm wearing my mask. Because there's a lot of germs out there and I don't want to catch them. It's just that simple. And um, I get my mask from puffy pillows and things. Very breathable. I've worn them in 90 degree heat. 98 degree heat. And... No problem. Okay? So, and if you need that, to know about puffy pillows and things, just contact me. I will let you know. Until next time, 
um, again, please be safe. Please take care of yourselves. And keep listening.